Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies, buddies talking about, talking about cinema. cinema. Oh, hey, boy. that is us. We're Cinebuds. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about Hal. I think the films of Hal Ashby have had an enormous effect on most of the great filmmakers that we admire. To me, he's totally in the pantheon. 10 or 11 features, seven in the 70s that are just an astonishing string of masterpieces. I love Hal is a documentary about the director, Hal Ashby. So disappointed. I thought it was about the computer from 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey. I definitely thought about that, too. And it was not. Could you tell us more about Hal Ashby? Hal Ashby was a very, very interesting director of that, uh, what they call the film school generation, 70s, 80s. A lot really? of those uh, directors that came up around that time. Uh, he made classics like Harold and Maude, Being There, Shampoo. Um, he made a handful of films that are really beloved, really quirky uh, and some of them very heartfelt. He definitely stands up for the little guy. He, that's, he's all about that. Very principled. Yeah. Uh, and he was a very much a rebel filmmaker in the classic sense. And this, I feel like this is the kind of movie that like me and you personally yeah. super love because yeah. it's artists commenting about art and it is literally arts and artists. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like all those things. And so, and it's also like a rewrite of history. So Hal Ashby, most notably for, from Harold and Maude, and then maybe you've seen Being There, maybe you've seen Coming Home and Shampoo and some yeah. of those other 70s movies, but uh, is largely not thought of as like the Scorsese or Spielberg. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. Right, is, those are kind of like the big name uh, uh, directors of that generation. And so personally, I love uh, a documentary like this yeah. where I've seen Harold and Maude, but I like don't know anything about Hal Ashby. And so right. I loved seeing this. And it's this big look back at that era and a look back at him too. And a look at him. That guy looks amazing. Oh yeah, totally. He's a fellow weird beard, uh, <laughs> except he also has crazy hair and these glasses and a look on his face. Like he's either going to like give you a present or punch you in the face. Right. I And uh, it's a look back at this director and the work that he did, but it's also a look back at Hal Ashby himself, which yeah. ha he has all of these qualities that are that we look back on and we're like, yes, yeah. Hal Ashby is principled. He is a visionary. He is an outsider. He's uncompromising in the name of art. Check. And that is wonderful to see. And he also stands on the right side of history. Yeah, that's true. And ahead of his time in many ways, or at least for that, uh, for Hollywood, mm -hmm. which he worked, you know, not inside, not outside seemingly, but uh, just he worked in spite of Hollywood, I believe. Yeah. And that's a big theme of this is his like outsider-ness. And I think that it really appeals to having strong principles and, uh, you know, fighting against the man. Yeah. And um, he is somebody that never compromised his vision. And you can really see it in the people that wanted to work with him. All the people that worked with him fit that same mold. Jack Nicholson, Peter Sellers, Shirley MacLaine, uh, all of the bridges. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are people in that era that were also like, they were doing really well, but they also were not, they were other, you know, mm -hmm. in some way or another. And uh, he really dug in with, with them. And aside from the subject 
himself, Hal Ashby. The documentary was incredibly well done. Yeah, really great. Um, I saw the filmmaker talk at the uh, Wisconsin Film Festival earlier this year, and she is great. And she had some really cool insights about uh, getting to talk with all these people uh, and how they felt about him. And you could really tell this was a passion project for her. So Hal, the movie is yes. Hal. The Documentary Hal. about Hal Ashby. It's a great movie if you love movies yeah. and if you uh, if you love film and film culture, especially this time in the 70s. That's like yeah. kind of like the era for movies. And I love watching a movie about a filmmaker where you get to see a bunch of scenes of his movies because it just all it does is make you want oh, to like, oh, I now know, I got right? to revisit all this stuff. It's great. Uh, yeah. um, Hal, it's playing at the Oriental Theater right now. Yes. Um, go see it. Yeah. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, it turns out we are. Um, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Hal Ashby films. We just talked about the documentary, which is fantastic. And uh, what was your what's your favorite Hal Ashby film? Uh, it's really difficult. I mean, it's definitely a toss up between being there and Harold and Maude. Mm hmm. Honestly, yeah. I feel like we're talking about this, and I'm like, oh, I knew all this stuff about Hal Ashby. Like, yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know junk about Hal Ashby yeah. until watching this. Seeing Harold and Maude, great. Yeah. I had no idea who directed it. Yeah. And other movies I had not seen. And so I knew that we were going to see this, and so I watched Being There the other day. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about Harold and Maude first. Yeah, I saw Harold and Maude on uh, Saturday, and I was so excited. There was like almost 200 people there that came out that's awesome. for a single screening. So that's a really beloved film. How many? When have you seen it before? I Obviously, it wasn't the first time. No, I saw it probably in my like mid to late 20s, I think, for mm -hmm. the first time. And I probably saw it once since then. Um, but I do, it's always stuck with me because it's such a different story than you ever see told in such a quirky way. Harold and Maude, the story of a young man uh, who has an affair with uh, an 80 year old woman and both of them are very much outsiders. Like he comes from a rich family, but is bored and keeps uh, faking and his own really death. elaborate. Death hilarious, scenes. elaborate fake deaths. And she's uh, uh, like an 81 year old lady who lives in a train car by herself and she mm -hmm. steals cars. She just does whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. And the two find each other, and they're like kindred spirits. It's really lovely, and it's and, hilarious. And there's the line in Hal where they talk about somebody had seen that, and uh, he said uh, he's trying to figure out like why it meant so much to him. And he was like, "Because life is about sharing your life with someone, right? Yeah." And that's like that's what I get from yeah, Hal yeah, a lot yeah. too. Where it's not like it doesn't feel like this shouldn't be like these people are. 60 years apart right but it's just about like finding someone yeah that really and once, that you get along with i it's, mean it's it, like so beautiful the, the, the premise seems so i was like oh, shocking to somebody but when you watch the movie it's like no they should be together they're yeah. kindred spirits <laughs> and they're delightful and like cat stevens has this great soundtrack that and oh the, the yeah that's that a classic soundtrack mm -hmm. yeah it's a really great movie and hal ashby does have a great cameo in it where he's just looking in the window right next to them and like i said 
his face is so distinct. He just looks like a crazy guy. He, you know, there are, he's a director that like looks like a director. Yeah. Where, and not, not like quite as like put together as like Godard or no, something like, like that. No, like like a 70s director. Like a, like a 70s. Not like a 20s with the jodhpurs and the, then the eye patch and a writing crop. More of like a 70s, you know. <laughs> totally. Uh, well, my, I mean, I just watched it the other day, but, um, I watched Being There. So good. And if you have not seen Being There, I was so in love with that. Yeah. One like, of my one of my coworkers just saw it for the first time and said that might be one of my favorite movies of all time. Right? I like put it on at like eleven o'clock at night the other day. It's like two hours long. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this will be a two parter. I'll fall yeah. asleep in the right. middle and uh, I'll watch it tomorrow. And I was just glued the entire time. Peter Sellers. Plays the main character. And he's a genius. He is a genius. I have a Hal. I have a. I said Hal. Yeah. I have a. I have a Peter Sellers LP of him like doing his comedy. Oh, really? That I like bought like way back in the day. And uh, I'm going to need that. Yeah, I know, right? It's so great. And uh, <laughs> his performance in it is amazing. He plays this character who is. Who grew up in this one house and uh, he doesn't know how to read or write. He he doesn't understand the outside world. He doesn't understand the outside world. His this other person that he grew up in the house with says that he what do they say? He's got a uh, cottage cheese between the ears. Right. Yeah. And uh, um and then that's the whole the whole conflict is he has to leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> and his the but the man he works for dies. He's the gardener. Yes. And they his his name is Chance the gardener. Yes. And I believe they interpret that later as Chauncey Gardner yeah. is his name. Um, but he leaves the world and then ends up becoming this important political influencer uh, through people just misunderstanding his simple, very direct comments as these enlightened pieces of wisdom. And he gets to a very high position not knowing anything, really, just watching TV, things he learns from TV and things he learns in the garden. Right, because it's this, like... Still waters run deep. And he says these things about gardening and people kind of like, oh, I see what you're saying there. They interpret them as being metaphors for something larger. And so they they think that he is wise. And, you know, and part of it is that, like, he is what appears to be a good looking upper class white man. Yeah. And uh, the key to that whole movie is this one scene where he he kind of like grew up in this house with this African-American woman who was the maid in the yeah. house. And she is like, she sees him on TV and she's like, Oh, yeah. all you need to do is be a white man in the world. Right. And, uh, and it's like, that's, that is the whole point of it. Yeah. It is like, you can be like a good looking white man who like, you can say anything and yeah. that's what, that's what you can get in you can the world. Say the simplest things, and as we, like, I was gonna say it's ahead of its time and very prescient for t- for right now. But I mean, it was at the time as well. Yeah, I mean, it was timely then, and it's very timely now. And then I'm super glad I saw that because then watching Hal, you see that that was a big part of what he did. Yeah, was that that commentary on race and commentary on power, and it's not an overt, it's not heavy handed in any way. But it it is it definitely gets at it to its core, and that's like yeah. what he did and strove for, and that was the principles that he totally never compromised with. Yeah, and that's what he did in all of his films. His common 
commentary on war and soldiers and how they're treated. Uh, he had, you know, uh, politics, uh, culture of that time, and he he didn't back down from any of it. A lesser known film that I really loved of his is called The Landlord. Um, that was Bo Bridges, who plays like a, a rich young man who takes over like uh, a building in a in a black neighborhood, like a, lo- a lower, like a poverty stricken uh, black neighborhood. Yeah. And it's a comedy uh, that was, again, ahead of its time and talk, dealt with race relations. And uh, but in a in and like a, as you were, as you were saying before that watching this and then seeing the films makes you really want to oh, yeah. see the films, oh, yeah. which is like one of the best parts about it. Dig in. And I definitely wanted to see that one. Yeah. Um, if you like movies like this, this made me really think of, have you ever seen the documentary about John Cassavetes? No, I haven't. Do, are you, how much do you know about John Cassavetes? Yeah, I know a little bit, man. There's this documentary, John Cassavetes, five films. Oh, I have heard of this, yeah. On Criterion. And uh, th- it is one of those looks at a director where you see the person for who they are. And that's part of seeing somebody's filmography is seeing the seeing this person as a whole being a director is such a yeah. personal thing and you get into their their mind and their body of work like reflects who they are yeah. and if if you like Hal Ashby if you like movies like this yeah. check out John Cassavetes five films that's a great that's a great uh recommendation i also want to recommend uh uh Harry Dean Stanton partly fiction a great, I missed that when oh, I was it's here. So it's it's it, you can get it on Netflix or wherever, and it is a great look at Harry Dean Stanton through his life. Mm. Great interviews with him, um, and it does it made like this. This guy's been in a million movies. I want to see all of them, and he's incredibly charming and maybe one of the coolest people ever. Yeah, so that's a great one too. Um, I mean, all these looks at people like this and looking at watching Hal reminds me of that that whole era of filmmakers like we were talking about totally he he was he's always been underrated and he didn't sh- he, like he wasn't talked about amongst like like the other ones we were talking about and i keep thinking about francis ford coppola and how i was just name. about to say, i was going to say at the top you were going to throw shade oh yeah i don't know and i'm going to be taken to task probably but he, I feel like Francis Ford Coppola gets a, him and Marty Scorsese. I call him Marty. <laughs> just, like what? I just very, oh, oh, Marty. I don't know what just happened. We're best friends. Sure. They get all the credit. Francis Ford Coppola. I'm gonna say this. Got kind of lucky. Yeah. The I'm Godfather sure. movies are classics, and they're always amongst everyone's top ten lists um, of all time. But he, going into those movies, he had a lot going for him. He had a great, an incredible story that you know based on the Mario Puzo book, top-notch actors of that generation yeah. all on board. And it was going to be hard to mess that up. Yeah. I mean, he did a great job. I'm not saying it's, those aren't great movies. And Apocalypse Now is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Then he made a bunch of junk. <laughs> but Hal Ashby worked, like, he didn't have access to all the, he had the outsider actors. Yeah. He had some of his movies were made fast and loose. And people fighting against him the whole time, and he made these. He's a master these, like, editor. Th- at least three or four masterpieces. Yeah, amongst uh, more really great movies. So, I'm with you, and that's yeah. why I like these look backs because you get to like find things out like that, where yeah. it's like, oh, like Coppola, blah 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 blah. Like right. here's this here's this guy who was just like incredibly principled and on the right side of history and uh, never gave up and super like lived for art. And it's just a a chance to expand your, your knowledge about 
these things. And, and I'm not saying that how Ashby, everything that. he did was gold. I know that his 80s films were kind of glossed over in yeah. the doc because, they, you know, he kind of went downhill. And again, that's expected of any director. You're not going to have all gold. Yeah. But when talking about some of these like, oh, these are the saints of that era, they do gloss over the fact that they made a bunch of junk as well. And but, also he yeah. was like very much about like love, but he also like had a daughter that he Didn't had when he was 17 well, and then really, yeah, yeah, left after nine months. Yeah. He's one of those people very committed to the work, but not to their personal lives, which, mm-hmm. you know, to the detriment. It super left me wanting to see literally everything. That yeah. Ever no, made. it's a, it's a good idea to go back and kind of dig into somebody's work. It's kind of exciting to see, you start to see the themes and like the different things they do all the time. It's really nice. And then it opens you up to like the, all the other people that he worked with. Yeah. Too, and I'm like, Oh, I want to see all their stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm still slowly collecting everything Peter Zeller's ever done. Same. Love it. I went, <laughs> I went, I finished watching that. It was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then I just YouTubed Peter Sellers interviews. Yeah. And I just started watching Peter yeah. Sellers interviews. Oh, and it's never the same thing twice. <clears throat> right. He never uses his own voice, it feels like. I know. Yeah. It, he's one of those people who is disappointed. We should do a whole Peter Sellers show. We sh- we definitely should. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, we should move on. Hal. Man, go see it. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and then see all of his films. Yes. So let's talk about the film festival. There's been some very important announcements. Guys, film festival starts October 18th, and it ends November 1st. That's 15 straight days. It's coming up. Of movie fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today being Wednesday, uh, tickets are on sale for the whole city. And uh, the programs are out. Program books are all over and the city. And bound. So yeah, now but, you're in this weird position yeah. where you have a bound thing, and yeah, they have do a, you keep it forever? Oh, yeah. No, that's a you shelf. You kind of have to keep it. That's a book for your bomb. shelf. Yeah. It's got a spine on it for the first time uh-huh. ever because we have so much content. Yes. We love content. So um, uh, what are, if somebody just picked up the guide, what are some things that you're super proud of, excited uh, about? I mean. Uh, just give me like, just give me two. I know you're overwhelmed right Opening now. night is going to be amazing. Science fair. It's a documentary about science fairs. Uh, local connection. It's a local family. Uh, uh the uh, science fair? Uh, the well, no, the, the director director's. is from Milwaukee, I believe. And uh, she, I believe, will be here, and then it'll be great. Uh, but the movie is just really, really fantastic, and it's going to be a great opening night fair. Uh, I also love the centerpiece film. The centerpiece film is Wild Nights with Emily, which is a fiction film about Emily Dickinson starring Molly Shannon as Emily Dickinson. Awesome. And it is a comedy. I mean, there's some drama in it, too. It's actually very sweet, uh, but there's some comedy in it. Um, There's a great cast, and it's all about this theory about Emily Dickinson's life, how she had a lifelong affair with her sister-in-law, or a woman who became her sister-in-law, and they live next door to each other. It's a really good movie. I love that one, too. Definitely want to see it. Well, you program arts and artists. Yeah. So what's your, if you had to pick one of your children oh, of that's arts impossible. and artists. I'm going to say I two because I can't do that. <laughs> Love Gilda. It's all about Gilda Radner. Biopic. I mean, we were just talking about digging into someone's work. Yeah. Gilda Radner's an icon and uh, her and Gene Wilder, best couple of all time. Uh-huh. Um, 
that's a beautiful, beautiful, like it honors her like crazy. And you see all these like Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, these people who are comedians today, they're all influenced by her. You see them talk about her and it's wonderful. And you hear her voice in it too, which is really touching. And then there's a dance movie called Moving Stories, which is about these dancers who go to these different countries where there's children are at risk and have a very difficult life. And they teach them a dance together, which sounds very simple, but it deals with some really complicated issues and I think I was crying in 15 minutes of that film. <laughs> like you are good if you don't cry at least a granted I'm a baby. So if 40 minutes in if you're not crying then you're probably should talk to someone. All right. And where can, where can you buy where can you buy tickets? Uh mkefilm.org. Uh, you can go there and uh, look at the you can see all the films there and then you can you can buy tickets and then you can also buy tickets at the Oriental Theater. Uh, in person, our box office for the festival is open from four to eight Monday through Thursday, and mm-hmm. I think a little bit later. It's open has longer hours on the weekends. Definitely get the program book. There's a how to get tickets page and has all the because you can do it over the phone, you can do it in person, you can do it online. Where can you get a program book? Everywhere, uh, collectivos, mm-hmm. uh, all the festival venues. So go to the theater, pick them up. Associated banks have them. Uh, all the associated banks should have them in the general area um, and some of the outlying areas. And there's also a full list of where you can get program books on our website under MFF 2018 Film Festival. Uh, one of the stories just says program book locations. That's a lot of info. You can Google Milwaukee <laughs> yeah. Film Program Book there Locations. You You'll find it. Um, uh, next week, I'm thinking we're going to do, you want to do like a Milwaukee Film I like. I really like the word omnibus. Omnibus, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, we can really dig and we, in. And then we can. I think that's enough time to for people to like, if they have not gotten all their yeah. movies together, yeah, and also still a time. chance for us to get our schedules down. So sure. let's do like a big, just a big yeah. whatever's going on. Oh, and also large announcement that oh. I'm telling you right oh. now that I didn't tell you before. I can't wait. We're gonna do Cinebuds every single day for the film festival. I am busy. I know I'm, you are busy. I don't know if I can make it. Well, you have to we'll because see. we're doing it. All right, I'll do it. So we're gonna do our we're gonna do daily picks. Yeah. And um just like last year. Yeah. That and pre Cinnabuds. That was pre that was yeah. the beginning. That yeah. was the twinkle in the eye. It was eye. prescient. We're, we're like, oh, we know what's gonna happen. So we have to do it this year. All right. I'm in. Okay. Deal. <laughs> all right, so stay tuned for all that. Uh Cinnabuds. My lawyer will call you. <laughs> comes from your membership and it also it is produced by Tyrone Miller he's a fantastic human being um, it gets handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab my favorite kind of sonic inspiration is handcrafted our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski news <laughs> <laughs> and we get uh, help from Associated Bank. Oh, that's a wonderful organization. And uh, also your membership. You can find us anywhere. If you're listening to this, you've already found it. Yeah. So Just stay I feel with weird us. saying this. Yeah, stay with us. Hold us. Keep us warm. Yes. And uh, um, uh, listen next week. Yeah, we'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.